Nation won't do you no good. Won't do you no good. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Only Brewing Time. One half of your host, Downtown Boosie Baby, and this episode is brought to you by the one and only Black and Gold Productions LLC. What up? What up? There goes another twisted T down the throat. And this episode is brought to you by the one and only FanDuelSportsBook.com, baby. Make sure you sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. Get in on the fun. Let's make some fucking money. The Stanley Cup Finals starts Saturday night, baby. As you're listening, bright and early Friday morning, we're one day away from watching the dreaded Cassidy versus the team that knocked you out. So I don't know how we feel about that, Bruins fans. We kind of saw this coming last week's episode when we talked about it. Uh, We do not have to talk about it. Obviously, this week we can, maybe towards the end. But let me shoot over to my brother from another mother, my other half, my co-host, Brett, Big Dick. Brett, what up, baby? What's going on, buddy? What a fucking depressing way to start the pod, but I guess that's just kind of where we are. That's yeah. just kind of our lives right now as Bruins fans, dude. Like you were saying that, and I knew you we were we talked about us going like going there in the opening. And when once I heard you say it though, I was like, Oh, that's gonna hurt the listeners. one hundred percent. And it's just like it's still going on in in Twitter on Twitter too. It's like people talking about the whole Cassidy. Monty things. I like, made a tweet about it. I was like, yo, Bruce Cassidy can be a good coach and the players needed a new voice. Both of yeah. those things can be right at the same fucking time. 100%. Like it's not a what if thing. It's you made the right decision. You just didn't get the, you know, Bruins also done. made this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I was just saying you made the right decision at the end of the day. I don't care if Cassidy's in the finals because he's a great coach. It was time for every coach has a shelf life. They made the right move at the right time because you definitely do not have the same team, the same regular season as you would have, you know, this past season with Cassidy. I truly believe that, you know, Monty was the right decision. You saw how it went down. Uh, Monty's got a lot to learn, um, but it's but you you made this move for the future of your franchise like montgomery's a younger coach not younger but uh like not inexperienced but he's dealt with younger college players and like the whole like aspect of new age um uh what's it called uh players coach and you know he's been there before he's a winner uh he's literally bruce cassidy just in a different fucking vein you know what i mean like he they they didn't change the system it was the voice the system stayed the same. I think there was minor changes. The defense yeah, it changed the defense a little bit. Changed. The defense yeah. changed. But the overall structure of our team and uh, our defensive structure, I guess, which was a big thing people were afraid of, which I don't understand because Monty's been great defensively everywhere he's going. He, he, he plays offense instead of defense, which we saw this year. Fucking turned us into the best team of all time, regular yep. season. So it it's just... It's just those fucking idiots, man, out there just can't be happy with anything. Like, honestly, it doesn't matter. And that's the thing, too. Like, I'm going for Florida only because, like, I just, the story of it is, like, sick. And, like, I'm jumping on board this, like, Matty, Matt, Matt, yeah, Matt Kachuk train because I just think he's fucking electric. And, um, but, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I want to see Bruce win the cup. I fucking don't give a shit. Like, he was our coach. I loved him as a coach. 
we needed to move on and I'm happy that he's doing well somewhere else. Like, I don't know why people have to be so negative about every single little thing. It's, it's insane. No, it's crazy. The spin people are ta- are taking like not to name names, but obviously we saw like something that one of our boys, Sully quote tweeted. And it's just like, they were basically saying, Oh, like Bruin should be starting the Stanley cup finals this weekend. But instead, they hired a soft coach or something like that. Where it's like, let's be real. No one was bitching during the regular season. Now everyone's bitching. I mean, yeah, we can bitch after, but get over it, dude. Like, you're not in the position. Who knows what you the outcome would have been if you still kept Cassidy. We're not going to keep playing that game. Yeah, I'm so sick of that what it's, if game. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. We're, it, already, we're already playing it enough with it fucking... Pittsburgh could have beat Chicago. Like the, the this is my thing and why I'm going <laughs> for Florida now. Like why I want to see. I really don't care who wins the cup. It's going to be a new team lifting the cup either way. I think I think it's a cool story if Vegas wins it in their sixth year because it shows hockey can thrive in markets like that, which we're trying to do. And then if you go the Florida route, it's one of those like this is a true Cinderella story. Yeah, it might not be an eight seed team, but they luckily got into the playoffs. They almost lost in game five on Marshawn's breakaway. They almost lost in game seven off of the Pasternak off of Bobrovsky's knob. Like, you know what I mean? Like so many lucky things had to happen for Florida to get in this finals. Yeah, they steamrolled the rest of the teams and showed what type of team they were. But even getting in the playoffs and out of the first round, there was a lot of luck involved. And that's how hockey works. It's a game of inches and bounces. Yeah, it's and and people want to like, you know, people are, like you said, people are still blaming on the coach when the players themselves had plenty of chances to close it out. So this is what it is. We're on to the regular season. Uh, it's a, definitely, as a Bruins fan, an interesting Stanley Cup finals to watch, to be a spectator at. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is what it is. I mean, people need to get over it. Like this whole, it's just, it's stupid. I mean, it's just a stupid narrative. Like, just get over it, move on. I mean, the Bruins made the right choice at the end of the day. I firmly believe that you saw the outcome. Um, I mean, we can play this whole thing over and over. Like we can do the pros and cons of keeping Cassidy, <coughs> keeping Cassidy, not keeping Cassidy, all this, but it's exhausting. Uh, and we're not going to, be that podcast that fucking goes back and forth. People can tweet about all they want, keep crying about it. So be it. Yeah. But it's you know, you're beating a dead horse at this point. But we got we got questions to answer. We got a great Bobby's corner on deck today, mm-hmm. and uh, that it, that's really it. It's not going to be. I mean, I I have I I want to uh, briefly talk on the Bertuzzi situation, and I also like I know there's people. Okay, out there. well let's let go take it away with that first, okay. uh, and then we'll go into the questions. So, um, we're seeing out there that Bertuzzi's like the comp and um, um, projection of his salary and contract going into this off season. Some people have it. At 4.5 ish, some people have it at um, what's it called? 5.5, 6. And then some people think he's just going to get paid seven million dollars, seven times seven. Yeah. Some teams just going to pony up, right? And this is the thing that, like, it, it you have to look at it from all aspects because, like, I was listening to uh, Poke the Bear today, or, or uh, one of the one of the pods that Connor Ryan and Evan Mar- Marinovsky do, uh, and they were talking about how, like, 
Orloff is like, okay, he's going to command $6 million. He's probably going to want security for the rest of his life. Like, it's the last contract. Same type of thing with Bertuzzi. Do you really want to give Orloff six point whatever million when you already have Lindholm on a contract that might look tough at the end? You know what I mean? Like, do you want two contracts like that? I think the whole point of this retool and revamping of the roster is to get rid of those contracts and stop making contracts like that, especially with what a tight cap situation we have at this point. So my theory on it and how I'm feeling is uh, shout out Mish, but I'm no mathematician, but I do know what, feelings like like how people like everyone knows people work on feelings comfortability and Bertuzzi already had a hard enough time leaving the Detroit Red Wings so I just kind of look at it like it's the same thing Pasternak had to do last offseason you got to look around the lean like who's gonna pony up and pay Pasternak 12 point whatever million dollars because that's what he would have got on the the open market and who's he gonna play with on that team a team that has $12.5 million to pay one player. And yeah. now I'm I'm starting to look at the cap crunch of other teams. And yeah, there are teams out there that could give Bertuzzi seven times seven, but it also messes up a lot of the construction of the roster and free agencies or uh, restrictive free agent players that yeah, they have. Let a team overpay for him. No exactly. offense to him. Let a team and, overpay for him. And and they were talking about what if he's the Balexi of this year or the and I thought even farther this offseason really reminds me of a Bacchus Lucic offseason when we gave Bacchus that contract and Lucic got that other one and Kyle Oposo got that other one. It was all six Ooh. times six times six and they were albatross of contracts, all fucking three of them. That's a worry for me with Bertuzzi too. Yeah, what if we just caught lightning in a bottle with Pasternak and Bertuzzi? What if it doesn't work next year? Yeah. What if we bring I, in a different I center? Certainly, I certainly don't think he deserves the same amount of money as Taylor Hall. No, no. And that's the thing. He's a better playoff pl- performer. Or no, okay, sorry, they were pretty equal this year. Pretty but, equal, but former MVP. That's what I'm saying. And he's got star capability, and he's willing to play on your third line as long as he gets his shifts. You know, like he wanted yeah. to come to Boston. If you're going to trade that guy for Bertuzzi, whatever. But you better fucking hope that it works. And I'm not saying don't get Bertuzzi because I, I've looked into him plenty of times. And there's a way to open up almost $10 million on, like, today. If you really want to do, you could trade Olmark or Swayman to a team that's not in the playoffs. And then when, sorry, not today, when the buyout window opens, you buy out Forbort and Riley. And that gives you almost $9 million next year right Woo-hoo! away. Right away. So it's like... That Owner! Covers- Exactly. It covers bonuses, but it does not cover a seven times seven for Bertuzzi. So if Seattle's going to pony up and give him that money, you better fucking hope the Bruins don't or they yeah, have no. to trade Hall at that point. If if you match any offer over six million for Bertuzzi, I even five point five, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, no, I, I agree with that. If you go over five point five, you're a damn fool. And uh, I think that contract that. that contracts it. We people already have problem with coils, and I'm not saying I know Bertuzzi's a better player than Coil. I know he's younger. I know he works well with Pasternak, but this is the last 20 games that we saw. What if you just wanted to win a cup that bad, or you know what I mean? Like what? What if we sign this uh, even a six times six? And next thing you know, people are like, oh, this is back as 2.0. So 
it's it's going to be really interesting this offseason. I'm not saying don't sign Bertuzzi. I'm just saying sign him for the right price. And um, I think Orlov's gone at this point after yes. thinking about I don't, it. I don't over want him over. back. I mean, I yeah. would love him back, but you got to trade Grizzly, Zaboral, and uh, buy out Forbert and Riley just to fit Orlov under the, like, like, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, and then you got Orlov your defense and defense is stacked enough with Carlo, Lindholm, and McAvoy. I mean, and that's the thing need another like where does orloff fit in you know I, he's gonna yeah. he's already on the back nine it, it's just i think it's stupid i think it would be a, a mistake yes he's a great player but you're gonna over you're gonna essentially overpay Shit. it's his last contract he wants a contract he doesn't want to take a fucking discount just to play to make the stanley he's already won a stanley cup he wants his, his last payday yep. and it, it can't be with the bruins if you want a successful future and to be honest a team like uh i don't know insert Toronto would definitely uh I guess Toronto's a tough one I don't know I'm trying to think of a team with shit defense that would have six million but like yeah. there's gonna be a team that's gonna pony up is what I'm trying to say yeah. like a team no, who's 100%. right at the right there right over the hump like in LA or uh you like um, if you just look at Bertuzzi's stats he's never played a full season before the closest he's gone yeah. is 73 games he had one very good season of 30 goals, 32 assists, a career high at 62 points. That's not I you're paying a former MVP Taylor Hall six million six six million a year. It's, mm-hmm. you're telling me Bertuzzi deserves the same amount of money. Maybe he'll flourish and he'll get 30 goals and maybe he'll even get 70 points playing with the Bruins, but you haven't seen him play a full season. You haven't seen him stay healthy. I mean in 2020, 2021, he only played nine games. I mean, granted, yeah, COVID. He has actually. injury history. It's what no, you're getting does. at, right? And it's like I think people, he had two weird injuries this year, right? And one back was a to broken, back, broken hand. hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was both hands. I'm pretty sure, which is wild, but it's crazy. I did that. I broke my wrist, and exactly a year later to the date, I broke it again. Same Jesus fucking wrist. It was fucking. It, it just wasn't healed. Slow it properly, down when you crank it, buddy. Fuck. Yeah, I, I. That's why I have multi. Uh, well, I got a strong wrist. That's why I have a fucking <laughs> sick snapper. <laughs> you should see my bar down. Toe drag release. Toe drag release. My bar up, baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree though. Like no more than five point five for him, and I wouldn't even want to go over four years. Like I would, I would. Oh yeah, four years. I think you line it up with Marshawn. Three years. Give him yeah, if you're no, gonna three give three years him... would be more ideal because then yeah, Bertuzzi can still get a payday after that. Exactly, and he'll be thirty on the dot, I think, or maybe thirty three. Um, I don't know, but check how old he is. He is twenty eight. So you do three years, he'll be thirty one. He'll be still kind of in his prime. He could still get. I mean, who knows what the salary cap will look like then? Too say he flourishes for three years. With the Bruins, he gets a nice payday. Oh, yeah. Then we go from there. I mean, he's proved that. I mean, he's only played. This was his first time playing in the playoffs. He proves that he's a gamer, dude. I, You know, he's poor defensively, but he's a fucking gamer. No, like, 100%. You know, so we'll and see. That's the I, thing. Like, people have worries about, like, we're had worries about the DeBrus contract and his injuries. So it's like what we're yeah. saying right now isn't, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Like exactly. it's it, it's almost like I've had a couple weeks to think about it and the romantic side of me and the sport and keeping guys around it has kind of faded. You know, you, you like you know this as a 
someone right. who speaks yeah. on podcasts regularly, you, you have to dial it into like, okay, well, it's still business. Yeah, I love Bertuzzi. I would love to re-sign him so the first overall pick doesn't feel like it just gets wasted. Yes. Like all those things, right? At some, but, at some point too, you do need new blood and new faces. Like you can't just keep bringing, it's like the same thing with the Celtics too, essentially, Who whoever watches that fraud sport. But like, dude, sorry, I got guys. into them for all of fucking three days and it was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable how disappointing it was. I was all uh, in for three they, days. Like, you guys make that fucking ginormous comeback, get a game seven, and then you get fucking butt fucked on fucking home home court. That's like, you it wasn't even, even a game. Yeah, like you put up eighty points in a game seven. Like I feel bad for all the people that wasted their like rent to go see that game. Seven. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. it's just like what the fuck. And I get it. Like Tatum was hurt. Or whatever, and like I said, I don't know basketball very well, but shout out to uh, the something Bruin boys. Uh, Jalen Brown needs to go. I think. I think. Uh, I don't know if it was Nick or Sully tweeted it, but I quote tweeted. I was like, I know nothing about this fucking sport, and this Jalen Brown guy's got to go. So yeah, <laughs> I put it out and, in the universe. I feel bad for our boy, uh, Celtics Dom Toretto. <laughs> yeah, the Meat Man two five three, great dude. Um, I feel bad for him. He's a ginormous Celtics guy and they choked, but he's also a Bruins fan too, obviously. So like, yeah, I saw it. He, double he pain. I mean, me well. I, w- I wasn't, you know, I wasn't fucking upset. This, I mean, yeah, I was, I just was upset that a boss. I got to watch fucking hockey this much. Like I have to watch this much. I mean, this much of fucking baseball now baseball, where the yeah. Red Sox absolutely blow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, I'm fucking cursed that too. The first Red Sox game I watch the day after the Celtics lose, they get they get uh fucking I think it was Cincinnati Reds maybe whoever yes. they were playing yeah, fucking hit a grand slam against yeah. them. I was just yeah. like, bro, uh, it's me. <laughs> I'm the, the fucking problem, guys. The the whole city needs to be fucking saged. Oh man, I know. Like the witchcraft big brewing energy like saging i don't know something's gotta i said just start over burn it to the fucking ground and just start the fuck over so yeah uh (laughs) i honestly i think this goes back to the yellow seats bring back the fucking yellow seats ever since they took them out i you know what's crazy is i have never been to the new garden so I've never sat in the yellow the seat. Fucking stink, I, dude! I oh, you've seen... never even sat in the yellow no, seat. No, because ah. I went to the old garden, the um, the old Boston garden. Yes, that's right. That's the yeah. last time. And it's so funny because the last time I've been to Boston, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. The last time I've been to Boston was in 2011 for the cup run. That was a or the cup parade. Sorry, that was the last time I was fucking in Boston. Yeah, so. Man. I'm well, we, we scared, I'm scared to come back. I'm scared to come back. I'm 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 fucking I've got a hex on me. I'm trying I mean, to figure if out if you're if you're gonna chick. come back, if you're gonna come back, at least come back early on in the season when they can lose a regular yeah, you know, like a regular season game to fucking Joe Schmo and so be it, but you at least got to witness a game, it's not a fucking playoff game. Like I passed up game seven fucking tickets because I'm such a fucking curse at games. The last time yeah. they fucking won a game that I went to was the winter classic. And that so that's not even and at Jake the garden, DeBrusque dude. Didn't even like it was Jake DeBrus that won that game. They yeah, didn't even yeah. fucking win. Like, yeah, he so put the like, team on his back. Like I'm, I'm gonna limit my games next year. Like I, I obviously go often. I'm just gonna have to fucking limit them and pick and choose. See, see how the boys are rolling. But yeah, 
Anyways, well, that's what I'm saying, dude, I'm trying to figure out which chick I like was mean to at what point in my life that saw <laughs> that the group like you, you probably have to bring teams. it back to like second grade. Dude, there's a voodoo doll somewhere. And she was like, oh, the greatest regular season of all time. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this, yeah. buddy. Oh, you're a Celtics fan now? Here's another one right in the fucking neck for you. So whoever it is, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I swear I'm a good guy. I always have been. Please leave my sports teams alone. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Please. Please. Seriously. That's all I'm asking. Yes, that's it. Or, My or at knees least, fucked or at up. Least leave the Bruins alone. Fuck. Yeah, man. I'm cool with the illnesses I got this year. I'm yeah, cool Jesus. with the fucked up knee. Like, all that's fine. Leave yeah. my sports teams alone. Yeah, that's exactly. just that's crossing a line. But well, could be worse. We could live in Iowa. So yeah, that was good, dude. Oh, speaking of that, I know people can't see it, but I got yes. my Pride hat on. Happy Pride, everybody. Fucking uh, right. I don't know if you saw what I tweeted out right before, but nice man. Uh, Got a nice. Uh, I bought this actually a while ago, and it's. I think it's funny that it came in today. But uh, I bought a shirt. I got to find the picture of it real quick. It, it's a. Uh, it's a, like on the front. It says "Come out swinging." On the back, it will say "Trans and GNC Ice Hockey Team." Got to support everyone, man. Hockey's yeah, hockey for everyone. Exactly. Don't be I- such a fucking bitch about it, like that piece of shit, like. How are we supposed to grow the game if we tell some people they can't play? Yeah, like this dude lives. What in are we doing? Has the balls to tell me or they're I'm, not welcome. You know, I was like, going to hell before, off. buddy. So, but yeah, like, but Happy Pride Month! I'm happy for you yeah. guys. Everyone should be comfortable in their own skin. Exactly. Everyone should be comfortable coming out. Like it, it's it's a sad world we live in. By hope, by fuck, maybe us just tweeting it out and makes even one more person comfortable. Cause then, you know, like that's, you shouldn't be uncomfortable in your old, own skin. You shouldn't be ashamed of who you are. Like we love you guys for who you are, how you are in all shapes and sizes. We don't give a shit. We don't discriminate. It's, it's a cruel world. We already live in. We both have multiple people in our lives, including, including the Bruins community that are part of this, um, LGBT. I, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know the exact every single uh, letter. It too gets many tough. letters. It fucks yeah, me up. It, it's I'm it, that's tough on me. I can't even remember people's names. Um, I can't so, even spell fucking hello. So don't yeah. expect me to like remember. I, that. Dude, I I'm on my fourth appointment of physio, and I still don't know my physiotherapist's name. And she said it to me probably 35 times. <laughs> so like that's just I'm just that's where I'm at with names and stuff like that. But yeah. uh. Like I was saying, we we all love somebody in the community. Why not welcome them to our great hockey community? Like exactly. everyone's it, welcome. It takes fucking balls. Like it takes guts to come out and oh yeah, man. I remember when one of my best hate, friends did. The, yeah, you see how, how much years. hatred is in this fucking world. So I might not know you guys personally, but I'm proud of you guys. Yep. Uh we've got your back 100 percent Also, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I can't believe these guys are talking to this, you don't have to subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, I, I'd rather you not. Us, you yeah. Pieces of shit. Like, come on. We already have I'll enough negative fucking stuff Iowa. to deal with. Yeah. yeah. Sorry if you're a loyal listener who lives in Iowa. No offense to you, but yeah. it's <laughs> Iowa. Come on. They're gonna have your you know it. Up I know it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but no, seriously, we're proud of you guys. It's take serious guts to do what you guys do to come out yeah, to be open and all your joking own skin. aside. You know, there's so many of you guys that we interact with. So we love you guys. This month's all about you, baby. Let's celebrate. 
Any of you guys want to get a fucking beer in Boston? Holler at me. I will be the yeah, first still to good. buy you beer. Uh, fucking Shan gave me this hat. So shout out to Shan. She, she was the Shan, real one baby. for getting it, bringing it all the way to Detroit for me. Who so. fucking basically lives in, in Boston. Boston. Yeah. In North Probably America. Coming back soon. Yeah. Lunatic, but we love her. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy, yeah. man. We she love it. Ass off to like treat herself like that. So good for her. But with that being said, let's get into these questions before we shoot it over to Bobby's corner. Ooh. Wait, one more yes. thing. Uh, I know my um, trade and free agent junkies are clamoring. I'm getting DMs. Oh, I'm having, yeah. I'm having my my people are talking this weekend. Uh, one thing I will say is the the L.A. Kings are, are is rumored rumblings that they would give a king's ransom for either Swayman or Allmark. Um, I've seen projected trades by field and a first for Hellebuck. I don't know. That's only a one year at Hellebuck. So just as somebody who's not a mathematician, I think two years of Allmark would get you something similar. <laughs> by field and a first sounds pretty good for Allmark. I'm sorry. I love the guy. love the goalie hug, but that sets you up for the future. Um, and there's some other rumblings that they're um, looking at trades, a grit, like all this stuff we know, Grizzly Hall, uh, yeah. No Bergeron decision yet. He's still taking his time. But yeah, the Omar one is very intriguing. And apparently you're going to know about even more if, for Swayman. Yeah. The front office is going to know about Bergeron before July, July 1st. Yeah. I think so, before the draft. Yeah. I think I, that makes I more sweating sense. The baby. No. But, but think, yeah. So for all my junkie people out there, there's some serious interest in Omar and Swayman. And it'd be crazy to go. Yeah, and it, it projected contract to Swayman's at least four million, three point seven. I would be surprised four. if you see both them back next year. Yeah, and Bruins have never taken ten million dollars into a season with goalies. So yeah, um, no. yeah. I, unfortunately, it's it feels like the writing's on the wall, and we could see it as early as the draft. So yeah, you my can't trade afford, junkies, it's coming, baby, it's coming. You can't afford to go into the season with ten million tied to two goalies. I'm sorry, like no. I know that you, I know oh. they're paying like. Brabrowski, $10 million a year. And that's different that's, though. No, that's it's different. That's back you know. to back Vesna seasons. Yeah. Like, and it's like, don't get me wrong. Uh, this is just my thing. It's like Con- Connor Ryan said it on the pod. I was listening to today. Are you really going to go into the playoffs with 4 million, four to $5 million sitting on your bench? Like when you are having cap troubles, I, it just, to me, that's in a year with, the cap, we don't even know what's going to happen with the cap yet, but it, it just seems irresponsible to go into the playoffs with that much money on your bench. I don't know. Teams do it. I just don't think it works out very well. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough, man. Donnie's got a tough, tough offseason, and I don't. I think more people than not are going to be hurt with the roster ch- turnovers and changes, but I, you got to trust the process at this point with Don, C- Don Sweeney. He's really good at trading. His free agencies have gotten way better over time. His contracts yeah. within the organization have got, you got to just hope for the best with this plan and hope he can make a, a contending team with the ca- cap crunch that he has to do. So I see you all my junkie fellow uh, trade junkies out there and it's coming after this weekend. I'm going to have some more info. Goddamn right, baby. Um, but with that being said, here is the first question we have. Oh, we got, we got a decent amount. Uh, we might split it up, but 
You had to, well, one's not really a fucking question, but we'll go. I'll go in order with how they were brought to us. Uh, two of these are kind of blunt. Um, what do you know about this kid, Owen Peterson, Pedersen, that just signed? I'll be honest. I don't know shit about him. I don't know if you know anything. You're muted. Sorry. Um, I, I haven't seen player comps or anything, but like from looking at him and the style he plays, he's kind of like that new age Lucic, Marshman, but like I don't know if he has NHL, uh, an NHL ceiling. I just, I think that's the type of style he was playing in juniors is that like guy who bangs bodies but can put the puck in the net as well. So I don't know a lot about him. I'm that's just me talking off of watching a couple videos and looking at his stats. Uh, but that. It was also... How a, could you be mad about it? It's an AHL contract. Yeah, it's an AHL contract. So it's yeah. can't really expect much out of him. Uh, if he turns up developing, then, you, you know, developing well and making it to the big club, good for him. But it's a two-year AHL contract. Wouldn't expect much out of that. With that being said, Bean Town... Oh, sorry. The person who asked that was Ber, uh, Bergeron for Selkie 2023 at Rich G6567. Next one is brought to you by... Beantown USA, well, Beantown US at Beantown US, whatever. What's going to be our record next year? That's very uh, straightforward. Uh, I'm God assuming Bergeron Krejci come back. How can you? How, how can it not be eighty two and zero? Like yeah, I, I yeah. don't know how to answer that. I think I don't. I want them to. I want them to. We did this year, but I think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna be a wild card team. It's I, too early to tell. It, uh, I want them to win game 72 even earlier this year. Let's try and hit fucking December. Let's try and break these. Yeah, fucking... like let's. <laughs> I don't want to lose a single game ever October. again. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, it's that's such a tough. funny question to ask because it's like, um, I'd choose 82. Actually, I want 83 and 0. 83 and 0 is the, the, is that's, that's what I think. But Anything in all seriousness, if Florida keeps fucking doing what they're doing, Next year, I think Tampa falls off a little. Toronto's going to get better with tree living. I'm sorry. People don't want to hear that, but he's a great fucking GM. He did the best he could with that Matthew Kachuk and Giroux situation, and he did pretty fucking good for Calgary. Yeah, all he's going to trade stop. away one of those big names, and he's yeah. going to He already said, he's like, it. it's not about the core four. It's about the Maple Leafs. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, he knows what's up. You know what I mean? Like, he's a real Bye, Marner. Yeah, so... um. God damn it. I don't know where I don't remember where I was going with that, but oh, oh, yeah. So, in saying that, I don't think the Leafs are going to drop off. Buffalo's getting better. Ottawa's getting better. Dude, our whole Detroit's division, getting better. Detroit's going to get better. They have yeah. all this cap space. Buffalo has all this cap space. But guess what? Not dude? a great free agency. But you, wait, real, real quick. Real, real quick, talking about standings, I think there's a potential to have five Atlantic teams in the playoffs next year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, Metro, the Metro is going to be garbage next year. I think it's going to be New, yeah. New Jersey yep. and Carolina at the top, and that's it. Like, I'd be – maybe Washington's made a couple good moves uh, recently. Like, the, I think Washington – It depends what how what kind to. of moves they make. Yeah, the problem yeah. is for teams like that, like, the free agency group isn't, like, the deepest. It isn't no. the best. They got to hope they're young guys. Where like, they're really trying to probably – you know, chalk possibly like a team like the Capitals chalk next year up as like a L pad the stats with Ovechkin. And cause I think the year after the cap space will go up a little bit more, if not a lot more, who knows, 
but I think you the gotta, free group is a little bit better there. You got to imagine Dubis is going to work a little magic in his first year and get oh, yeah, he's back got in the playoffs. In cap space yeah, right like, like, and he knows there's contracts he can year. easily trade, like not trade away, but I'll take a seventh for this because it's not my fuck up, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't look bad on him. It's like at least he got a fucking pick. But anyways, um, like like you were saying, it's way too early to tell. <laughs> I think we should revisit this question after, after. like in August, maybe. You know what I August, mean? Like, I can. I'll feel better about answering this question when we get word on Bergeron and Krejci. Yeah, because like fucking more so Ottawa, Bergeron. Like Ottawa or Buffalo could like Buffalo. I know to be honest, I think Patrick Kane's going to sign with Buffalo. It only makes sense. They they won't it, need him. Yeah. He goes like he's not going to play the first two months. He'll be perfect for the playoffs. Same thing as Marshawn this year, right? Why not have him around the team with the young guys? He's from Buffalo. It only makes sense to me. But I could I could be wrong. But I'm just saying, like, you Kane at eighty percent was pretty fucking good. Like you know what I mean? Like Patrick Kane on one hip is doing pretty good. He's getting his hip fixed. Like you can't think like yeah. he could help a team like Buffalo. So like that's just he could go to a, a team situation. like Buffalo and potentially be the second or third guy where he doesn't have to be exactly guy. plays know, on the second lot. line. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then our next question is at from at Ben Michner. Uh it's not it's kind of I don't really know how to answer this because we can't really answer this. He goes, I love the Bruins. Here's a question I would ask someone on the team personally. How has your career changed your life for the good and not the bad? Is there any advice you can give? We can't really answer that. I'll tell you if I was on the team, how my how my career changed my life for the good and not the bad is I'd have a shit ton of money and wait, I would have repeat the question. My internet cut out. Sorry. How has your career? So this is him asking someone on the team personally, how has your career changed your life? For the good and not the bad, is there any advice you could get you can give? So that's not really a question we can answer unless you know if if you if you want me to answer that with a contract like Posternox, but me pretending I have a contract like that, yeah. my life got a whole lot better because I have you, a whole lot bit more bare money. Your family <laughs> I, just got set for life. You're gonna make a hundred million plus. Yeah, we can't like, really answer just, that. But uh, uh, one thing I will say, like if they're talking about this loss. And what it would do to their career, how they feel about it. I'm sure they're all fucking beating themselves up. And I think they will for a really long time. Yeah. I think it's, you know what I mean? Like, for a bit. you could, th- th- that's where I'm like, would Bertuzzi come back, you know, on a three year deal? And like, ah, I want to win one with this. It, team. Yeah. That was it so much like fun. And, it seemed like him and Pasta really uh, built like a friendship there. Yeah. So, He's really close with Felino. I are yeah. kind of hearing that he, him and the team want to figure something out. So, like, I don't know, as a team as a whole, if you're looking at the loss and how it changed their career, I think it's going to make these guys better, especially our young core, the Carlos, yeah. the Grizzlicks, the, I guess not good, the McAvoy, sorry, the Lynn Holmes, those guys that haven't sure. played a whole lot of playoff hockey. So, dude, I have a fucked up theory, and I don't, I want to say it, and I said it to somebody else, and they were like, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> so since 2011, like, have... Bergeron and Marshawn really been that clutch in game sevens since when to 2011. Yes. You think because Toronto Krejci... Maple Leafs Bergeron. Oh, good call. Good. You know? Just because I saw that graphic where it was like Krejci has some, the most points of all time for a franchise 
in game sevens and nobody fucking talks about him I and know. it's like this guy always well, people do talk game. about him as playoff crazy like he does get recognition for that yeah and to be honest he's mr game seven not fucking justin williams like i guess justin williams won a cup doing it but like what the fuck, man? Like, Krejci's got to be one of the most underappreciated players of all time. Like, he has yes. to be. And that was, I guess, the point of the story is, like, I know, like, I just think about Game 7 2019. Bergeron was hurt, but Marshawn had an awful game. I think back to Game 7 against Philly. Marshawn had an awful game. Bergeron was playing on a fucking punctured love. So maybe it's not Bergeron. Maybe I'm getting to the point of, like, is Marshawn that clutch player we always thought he is? Even though... One of his most clutch performances was game seven of 2011. You know yeah. what I mean? And then like the gold medal world cup or whatever it was, the world cup of hockey gold medal scoring that fucking goal shorthanded clutch. It's just like where maybe this year was because of the injury. And even though we both said he had a good playoffs, it's just like odd to me that Krejci's Mr. Game seven out of the three of them. Yeah. And just Williams, that Williams is Mr. Game seven out of the three of them. Or no, Krejci has the most points out of the oh, three of Marshawn, yes, Bergeron, yeah. and Krejci. Yeah, so no, like it, wild. yeah, it's just like I don't know, it, and that's just me. Like you know, when you get in off season woes and your like brain goes into a fucked up place, and you're like, are Marshawn and Bergeron even clutch? You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're no. guessing yourself that much. You're like, I mean, Wait. as of lately, I guess you could say no. I mean, I think it's injuries Ber- as of late too. Right? Yeah, we did see Bergeron have some of the worst games we've ever seen him in a Bruins sweater before. So. But, you know, the like we can't fault him for that injury, but also... Oh, he could never do wrong in my eyes. No. I just think Krejci's the most clutch Game 7 performer in Bruins history, and he needs to get more recognition. Or most clutch performer in Bruins history, if you really want to look at it like that. Yeah, I mean, he did have that game-tying goal, right? Yeah, he had like three game points seven. in Game 7 after being hurt the whole series. Yeah. He wanted it, but yeah. that's such a sidebar. I figured I'd throw. No, it I know that's some I, that's one way to look at it and answer the question. But yeah, we can't really answer that. But our yeah. boy at Brew Crew sixteen, have there been any updates on cap sailing talks with the NHL and NHLPA to go above the one million proposed? I think I, we find I, out tomorrow, right? I, There's uh, ba- Batman too much. Batman has his um, media availability tomorrow before the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, yes, that's right. He always... And that'll be the first question, I think. Yeah, I don't expect it to go over one. I think... Buy? Go up a million, and I think that's... It'll stay at that till next year, and I I could see next year maybe a couple mil, but... By the start of... So next year's 23-24, right? Yeah. uh, So, yes. So this by the start of 24, 25, I heard it's supposed to be at 90 million flat. How it's gonna get there, I don't know. But that's the like projection as of right now. By 2024, 25 season, they want it at 90 million. Um, because the escrow will be paid off from COVID and um uh this the fucking all the money from Vegas and Seattle will have kicked in by then in the revenue streams. That's what my understanding of it. Yeah, that and that makes the most sense. I mean, it's it's the first year of the new TV deals and all that. It's mm-hmm. TNT got the fucking cup final for the first year, so they got to see what that does. Yeah, that's that's our best bet. So I I think it goes up a million. We'll find out this weekend, most likely, with the cup final start. Yeah, so I think we'll get an update as early as today, as you're listening. Uh, but our boy 
at Big Bad Bees Memes, baby. I love that, dude. Thoughts on filling out the open roster with a cheap veteran oh, free yeah. agent, the Providence kids, or a mix of both? I could see a mix of both. I could see what I would ideally love is a cheap veteran on the back end to ride that third pairing with Zaboral, Zabusi. Or Lorai if he's ready. But he he can come up and down, right? Which is nice. Yeah, so you'll have that flexibility. Injuries. I meant, yeah, I meant injury-wise. Yeah, like seeing how he performs. I, I don't see Lorai making the opening day roster, but I no. would not be shocked if we see him at all next year. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of D, like not these guys, but in the same vein of Bogosian, Luke Shen, you know, a, a very solid six guy that's big. And he's been there and won it and can show Zaboral, hey, this is like how we play fucking hockey. Cause like, yeah, yeah. you can put Zaboral with McAvoy, grit, like who knows with the rosters, but yeah, a hundred percent on that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm on that too. Yeah. So I guess what, what, as far as the young guys, like I would love to see like Beecher get plugged in as that fourth line center role. McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Yeah. Even if I would love McLaughlin and Beecher because cheap money. Uh, I, I, think, I, on their I think I said it all the way back to last year. I, I really see Beecher. Maybe he'll project to be a little bit more, but I think he could be like a Daniel Pie-esque player with his speed, his size. And if he like kind of transitions his game into being a little bit more physical, Pie was a thick, fast player, like playing heavy, dude. And he, that dude very wasn't coil, Very coil-esque. For people that don't know, like of the pie, like newer fans yeah. that weren't around back then, very like I think he's got coil esque traits, uh, but a little faster straight line. Yeah, but like faster. that's a high ceiling for him at this yeah. point. I think I, I I would agree because I mean he hasn't necessarily lit up the AHL, but he's still a young buck. He's got the size. He's got the he's, the strength is going to come. I mean he's getting stronger every year. Uh, he's got the speed, so you know, speed kills. So he'll be a bottom six center, depending I, on like the type of roster you you've put. Together. Yeah, and I, I think I think that would be perfect for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, it's I a think... first round pick, knock on wasted. I hate when people are like, oh, that's a waste. No, it's not. You got to fill out your fucking roster. You got an NHL player. You yeah, know? like what? You know how well, many people miss in the first round? <laughs> no, as far as that, as far as that question, I could see yes. Uh. I think I want I want PTOs. I want like four or five PTOs this year. You I think do. guys are gonna sign PTOs after seeing what happened to Strawman though? Yeah, that's different because different. you were such a loaded team this yeah, year. Yeah, you this year you could not you could be starting the year with Zaboral McAvoy Lindholm Carlo. Yeah, with all the trade speculation. And like you look at a team like the Florida Panthers, they had three PTOs and they signed them all. Mark Stahl, Eric Stahl hate those guys but those two and then Colin White also they had three players on their roster right now making $750,000 that's how much Greer makes like and Lauco makes so like you're looking at those types of contracts next year some some uh uh when Ottawa took a chance on Anthony Duclair or Florida took a chance on Colin White like I just mentioned like those players that you we took a chance on Greer same type of thing I know we offered him a contract but He's a little behind those other guys that I just mentioned. So I'd yeah. like to see some PTOs. Just why not? You know what I mean? Why the fuck not? Who's it hurting? You got to pay him per diem a couple of days. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. If you don't have, if you 
you're worried about roster turnover, you better have some fucking PTOs this year. That's how yeah, I, that's no, how it is in my head. That's absolutely. I think in a you know, it wakes up the young bucks. I would say a little bit. You know, you don't. Like you could have Steen come up, make a jump this year. You know what I mean? Like he could surprise in uh, uh training yeah. camp. Like yeah, yeah. You, it it makes for healthy competition, absolutely. But you saw Greer; he fucking we'll won a I, spot. Yeah, and I think the whole fourth line is open right now. I think Lauko is gonna have huge consideration just because of how yes, many penalties he I think Lauko is basically a obviously dependent. On um, he's a, he could at least be a thirteenth guy. I yeah, he could be at least a thirteenth guy, but I could see him being an everyday player. He might, he might obviously go through like the the woes, you know, here and there, just because he's still going to be a rookie. Uh, he still has, you know, he didn't have like he did have some off games last year, but you know, he's he's a young player who's still learning. I see I him making the opening night roster. I see him. Being a guy filling in on the wing there, probably left wing. Uh, yeah. But then he you plays know, both, which is nice too. I think it goes back to a few episodes ago too. Like, give me a kid line. Like I yeah. said, give me a kid line. Beecher, Dude. McLaughlin, Steen. That's or even Lauko, Lauko, Beecher, Steen, Lauko, Beecher, McLaughlin. Like, yes. whatever. One of those like three combinations of the four of them. I would love to see that too because a they have all played together the last two years, yes. so they fucking know each other's tendencies. So it's not like you're bringing in young fourth liners. You're bringing in people that have been in your system, know how you play. Montgomery loves Lauko's game. Like it's it's just a matter of time. Like you said, these young guys stepping up and making the jump. And but guys like Beecher, I don't know. Like I want them to make opening right roster, but those are the type of kids. Like okay, next year's the year you should be getting call ups. You know what I mean? Yes. Either yeah. way. No, I, I agree. At some point, you have to let the young guys play. You have to see what you have in the farm. So yeah. you can't just keep signing guys like Felino. Obviously, I would love Felino back, but I don't think there's a chicken dick sh- chance that he comes back because you have to let the young guys play and see what you have there. That's why I would love a like a kid's line. And this kind of lines up with uh, Grace's question at G Rob's eight seven six five one, uh, one of the co-hosts at the Black and, of the Black and Gold podcast with Mike. What a Steve. username! I know what we gotta ask her about that. That's fucking weird, dude. But then Love you know, it. people she she obviously goes by Grace Roberts with not in yeah, the Twitter I, handle. But the Twitter handle is just fucking wild. Too many numbers there. I already have a headache. But it, it kind of ties into what are you most excited to see next season? I'm excited to see some young guys finally get a chance. Yeah. You know, yeah. like how how long have we been kind of waiting for? Like, not that we have the best farm system, and I don't see a guy like Lysel cracking the opening night roster. I think he could still use time to develop in the AHL, put on muscle. And I mean, he's still injury prone, that kid. You, you, you never know, man. He could be a trade chip. Like if you need to clear a cap while bringing in a younger player, you might need to send him with to get a yeah. pick back and lose cap space, right? Yeah, like, if you want a draft pick this year, like a that's high what I'm saying. this year, but I I don't see them doing it. I'm just saying happening. like yeah, yeah. But like, it, it, I, it is a possibility, absolutely. But cap space it, is gonna cost us this summer yes, for sure. And that's what makes me most excited uh for next season is the young kids give me a kid line man at least yeah. start me off with that like let me see what the kids can do uh, you know like in a regular season game not a fucking 
exhibition game, you know, preseason game. Let me give me a regular season game. Start those fucking kids on home ice opening night. Get the get get the building rocking in those shitty black seats. It should be golden, you know, black and gold, oh, but it is what it ain't. Get this might- building rocking, baby. The, in, interject some life into your fucking roster. Yes, like, exactly. Look, like those look kids what, can inject life into you. Like you see how they play. You've seen how McLaughlin plays. He he yeah. can bring energy to the team. You've seen how Dude. um uh, can play. He can bring energy to the team. Be the tr- third line of the Florida Panthers is a great example. It's yes, Undell Listerine or whatever his name is, and Ryan. You know, yeah. it's two kids that they've drafted in the past couple of years that have a taken former a step. top five fucking pick playing. Exactly. On a, and and, I mean, and granted, we have the former first overall pick playing on our third line right now. So and but yeah. isn't that a way to look at it? It kind of proves your point. You know, like, I mean, look you, what happened when you saw. I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I'm going to no, when you put Frederick on. with Hall. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. Fucking you, madman until he got hurt. Yeah. Fred Frederick. Frederick did have, um, you know, some years in the in the show already, but you you kind of let a guy like Frederick play this year, and he had a career year, uh, almost he, twenty fucking goals. Yeah, like, that's nuts. Yeah, and that's that's wild for a guy with his style of play. And changed Coyle's game, made him because, like, right, you got a guy who can shoot now. Disgusting till yeah. uh, till Hall got um, injured. It was it was so much fun to watch. And see, that's where I'm like, do you even do you even bring back Bertuzzi, Orloff, or Hathaway? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you just throw Zach on the second line and hope you can get through the year figuring it out with see, Paul, that's Pasternak, why I'm a, yes, that that's and, why because and Zaka, and then then you have sorry, real quick, then you have Coyle, Felino, and insert new young kid, and then you have a kid line. So I obviously oh, sorry, not Felino. Um Frederick um, Coyle and uh, insert young kid, not yes. Felina. Sorry, sorry. I, didn't, hey, I didn't catch on to the Felina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like trying to like not lose my train of thought, but I'm okay if Krejci doesn't come back. I still think he does. I I truly do still think he does. I would love Bergeron to come back, but I would love Bergeron to be a one B situation where you give Zaka preferably the one A situation. Or even Coyle, but you've seen Zaka when he was getting those opportunities. Granted, Coyle really developed this year in his later years as well. Uh, I I gained a lot of trust in a guy like Coyle, but Zaka kind of has a little bit more offensive upside. So I know Coyle's better on both ends. It's a guy who can play the PK. He can plug in here and there. He like he's you're lucky to have him for that contract, really, for what he provides to this team. But a guy like Zaka. Let him take the reins at the one A situation, and if Bergeron does come back, l- let Bergeron take a little bit of a backseat, cut those minutes a little bit. Let's see what Zaka could do because you're tied to Zaka for a few more years now. You have him for the and same with Coyle. Like give them more of a give them more responsibility, give them more opportunity to you know thrive basically under these new these new roles, these new positions, and let Bergeron kind of just you know. Don't get me wrong, Bergeron had another great season. He's gonna win the Selkie again, but I'd rather them both sign like halfway through the year, like Justin Williams used to do. Like, like yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Well, like, what the fuck is after he... like the twenty games? Yeah, like what the fuck is Bergeron playing eighty games for? I know it's who he is, but like, what are we doing? 
But you know what I mean? Like Monty like, has to grow sack. Monty does have to I think grow it's sack. gonna change this year. I think yeah. and you know what's even crazier? We're not even talking about it yet. If they both don't come back, Zach and Coyle are your one and two C's. And right I feel now. good about that. Yeah. You're I don't hate it with the wing. Year. Yeah, like Pasternak drives a line. Hall's proven he can help drive a line with the right guy. You gotta imagine Marsh is gonna be better next season and obviously more healthier. And you'd probably have Coyle between Marshawn and DeBrusque, right? It yep. only makes like you'd have to go get a left winger or get somebody to play with Zaka and Pasternak, but um, like it, it, that third line was borderline a second line on a lot of playoff teams last year. That Coyle, Hall, yeah. and Frederick line, like when they were going, they were fucking going. You put oh, that's yeah. the thing when when people are like oh the Coyle first few games of the playoffs. Yeah, oh, I know, and that's why like Coyle was great in those playoff games that he played with uh, Marshawn and DeBrusque. And everyone's like, "Oh, Coyle can't do it. He can't be a second line center, dude." You guys set him up for failure a year ago with fucking I don't even remember who they put him with. It was like Coyle, um, was it Coyle, DeBrusque, and Hall, or I don't even remember what it was. But like, it was just a line that didn't work, and he wasn't ready for the responsibility yet. You look at Coyle this year, like what what a what a workhorse for us. He's easily one of the best third line centers in the league. And yeah, there's the Jordan Stalls, all that. But like, Coyle, like you said, Coyle can do it on two hundred feet. Yeah, what he provides and just needs I mean, to shoot. You more. saw it in That's that it. playoff game, dude. It just like it, it feels like something. And and he's gonna fucking have dad strength next year. Not to mention, but oh, yeah, couple oh, guys are shout to him Hall for having too. sex, dude. What a legend! Hall too. Yeah, yeah, Hall too. Fucking these guys are. Fucking... Yo, did you hear what Bruce Cassidy said? No, I think he said something. I think it was Bruce Cassidy. He said something about like, oh, it was after William Carlson like took the the practice off to go be with his wife when she was uh, giving labor. He he said like, oh yeah, like you know he'll play tonight, but like he's not here, and we're we're fully supportive of that, blah blah. And he was like, man, we got a couple kids this year. Look how we're doing. He's like, I might have to get the boys to uh to get to it next off season again. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. that's so. I love Cassidy for that. His sound yeah. bites are, and like how he dragged the Arizona Coyotes. You see, oh dude, that, that was fucking hilarious. Dude, his apology. He's like, I just want to say. uh I just gotta apologize to the Arizona Coyotes and Bill Armstrong and everybody over yeah. there. That that's not what I meant, you know. Blah blah. It's like shut up, Bruce. You were yeah, being a it, dick. It is what you meant. It's yeah. fucking Arizona Coyotes <laughs> playing at ASU. Fucking yeah. But brings us to our next question. Our boy Sully, Michael Sullivan, host, uh, one half of the host at Something's Brewing. What's it gonna take to reach peak levels of horniness this offseason? Big trade, big free agent signings, players returning. Gotta know. For me, off the bat, Bergeron returning. Bergeron yeah. returning. One one last rodeo, baby, because that makes me feel a little bit more confident in the team. Especially with the centennial season. Yeah, dude. It's like, your I captain, can't, man. I can't see him. Do I? That's where I even am like with you, and I'm like, I think Krejci might want it too. You know, like he's... That's what, that's like after even hearing Krejci's, uh, Krejci's end of the year presser, like sounded this, pissed. He does. He he doesn't want to end his career like that. He doesn't. Neither do them. Uh so that's why the, I'm convinced they, both of them are going to come back. But these compet these are competitors at the highest fucking level. Like we don't understand how these guys think. Like it's like that that how they talk about like uh, F1 drivers and how they're like there's only a certain amount of people in the world like in yeah. professions that can think like that or have that. But also, it's the same thing that. with these guys. Yeah, how how much of competitors they are. Let's 
also talk about the fact that they're probably seeing the results. They might not be watching playoff hockey, but they they obviously know who's in the Stanley Cup final. You know how fucking how much how much more pissed they oh, probably are right now, especially like, Krejci and DeBrusque and people that didn't like Bruce Cassidy. Marshan game five, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it's no, just no, you know, no, and it's not fair to for me to point at Marshy right now for that, but you get where I'm going with that because. Yeah. I mean, the last minute, the fucking A, dude. Like, I know, I know, I know a minute's a long fucking time. Trust me, I know. But yeah. a long, a minute's a long time. That's, that's what the that's ladies tough. tell you. Eh? <laughs> that's what the ladies tell you. Help to feel better. <laughs> tell me that's not long enough, but it is what it ain't. <laughs> but um, I'll pick up the rest of the slack for the team. <laughs> that's right. I'll, t- I'll tag team you in there. <laughs> oh it's off the rails ladies and gentlemen it's off the rails well it's, Sully 30 mentioned- it's it's 30 degrees and fucking celsius in my room right now so fucking right i'm powering through this yeah and i'm just i'm so dehydrated and so <laughs> fucking fried today that i'm just pounding twisted teas like it's actual water and it's going straight to my head and <laughs> Sully mentioned horniness so you know i'm fully erect right you, now but you know, that's what you it's know- gonna take for me though bergy baby I'm going to go left field and I think I'll be horny if <sighs> I think like that's obvious and like you, you took that one, but this one's going to give me a lot of hate and I'd be horny if Bertuzzi came back. Don't get me wrong, but I think I'd be hornier if we traded one of our defense and got like a legit return that you see some of these teams getting now um, where it's like one prospect, a fucking player and a pick which we could use for this turnaround. So to be honest, yeah. I'm horny for some trades. I am. I think it, oh, like, I, I love, love this trades. team. Hell I yeah. love what they did this year. Yeah, but like it's something's got to change. Like, you so know what I mean? Gotta, like, you can't run it back with the same team. You can't. And there's no money to. The, so, yeah, like, there's no money to, obviously, it, but you it, can't run it back with the same team. Because like, I remember I said to you a while ago, I was like, man, I heard rumblings that Seattle was offering Shane Wright for Jeremy Swayman at the trade deadline. And you were like, what? That'd be crazy. Now I'm hearing rumblings that fucking LA would give up Byfield for Olmark. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like that would make me fucking horny. You're bringing in a number one seat for the future. Yeah. uh, Shane Wright's more of a project now for whatever reason, but I think uh, like in a system like this, he would thrive and yeah, it would take time, but that would make me horny. And I would miss the goalie hug so much. And Allmark's been a great soldier. He came into a bullshit situation. Swayman's homegrown. It would break my heart, but I, I think that would make me the horniest. Fuck. Yeah. I love trades. I'll never pass up a good trade. Uh, last question. Actually, buying out Riley and Forbert would probably make me the horniest. Oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, Sorry, maybe, Lauren. I, I think you can get... I I, tr- I truly do think you can get fucking a bag of pucks for Forbert, like even the seventh, seventh mm-hmm. round pick. I think there's something there where you don't necessarily have to buy him out because I think he can... He showed you he can contribute to a playoff team. You play bottom pairing, especially yeah, PK. Exactly. Some PK. Struggling PK. You know, every every playoff team needs a guy like that. And everyone's got three million. Yeah. Yeah. It's not hard to move three million around. Yeah, you can make three million work. Um, but to our last question, our boy Steve. Oh, fuck, how do you fucking Steve McCarron? I think I said that fucking right. I yeah, I'm bad, bad with names. Yeah, no, the, the dude's a fucking legend though. Uh 
he he's he always plugs the pod. Great guy. Sorry, his question is: There's no way Boosie Bussy is ready to be a backup yet, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I I'm not gonna lie. I like typically this stuff. I resort to Mark and guys like that. Um, even Jim Swindell. Uh, I think I'm gonna say uh, yes, though. You gotta remember, Boosie. I, yeah, no, I think so. Bussy's a lot older than Swayman when Swayman came up as a rookie. Did you see the like, year he had in the size? Yeah, and he catches right-handed. That throws. You've played hockey. I'm sure you've played against a fucking right-handed catch guy. It oh, throws everything off. Yeah, everything. You want to go low blogger? Oh, all of a sudden that's low glove now. So, um, he's athletic. Uh, Mark gives him full marks. I trust Mark with goalies. He was the one who was saying Swayman's the guy, but he's not ready yet. And what did we fucking find out? He's definitely the guy. We know that, and he he wasn't ready. So, you know, I I think Swayman getting older, learn like Swayman's gonna learn the most out of all this from that game seven loss. He got fucking thrown into the wolves, and like you think he's gonna fucking not play out of his mind every game seven or six or Emily like. It's like Ottinger. Yeah, he didn't have a great playoffs, but every elimination game, his numbers were fucking outstanding because he lost in game seven in a heartbreaker to Calgary the year before, and he knows what it feels like to lose that fucking last game. So that's why I didn't like them going with Allmark, but that makes me even think even more. Like, are we just moving on from Allmark and they kind of had a feeling that was going to happen either way? You know, so I... I don't know. We'll see what fucking happens, but um, I, I think, think yeah, I from will what, what Mark's told us, I I I trust that if you brought in a veteran goalie on a PTO or one million dollar contract like you did with uh, Keith Kincaid, I trust to let that goalie and Bussy battle it out for the backup position next year. From everything I've heard, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's only fair with the year he had and his development. It could be a little jump in the gun a little bit, but you know, I, it, I could be wrong. But I, a player though, I could be wrong. But I also think he'll eat. He'll be waiver exempt still next year until he plays a certain amount of games. I could be wrong. I don't know how that works with college kids, but. Uh, Mark, if Mark, if you, well, you're, you'll be listening because you're the fucking best. But if you could answer that on your next pod, uh, if Bussy even signing a contract this summer, will he be waiver eligible? Because if that's the case, you can play him a couple games, and if it doesn't work out, boom, you bring you bring up that veteran that you brought in for this exact reason. Yeah, no, exactly. So we'll we'll see with that. Uh, that that wraps it up for the questions. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got a little distracted oh. as I cracked open another fucking twisted tea. But twisted with that being said, bad. we're going to shoot it over to the man, the myth, the tripod, the legend, Bobby. Chapotsky. Baruski. <laughs> I think that was our best one yet. <laughs> that was good. Here you go, folks. Enjoy Bobby. I've never done this before, so this will be great. From the beaches of Winnipeg, under the palm trees of the West End, it's Bobby Bruce. What's going on? We got a special edition of Bobby's Corner coming at you. It's proudly brought to you by Only Bruins and Black and Gold Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Friends and fiends, how we feeling out there? Got a special guest here for you. 
Ray from Omaha, Ray from Boston, Ray from Korea, Ray from wherever else she's been. She's been everywhere. She's crushed many drinks across them. Bring the cast back. What's up, bitches? How's it going? You know, I didn't try to do it. Yeah, on the spot, that's I was fine. like, I instantly forgot how to pronounce it. It's Brant Hoover. So we're good there. Brant Hoover. Yeah. The Hooves. Do you got a nickname for that? Oh, I've had them all, man. Hoove, Hoover Dam. Hoover Dam. Be Hoove. But like. The Hooves. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot. We've drinking every night, Friday, Saturday, it's Sunday, and I haven't called you the Hoove yet. <laughs> Nor have I introduced you to anybody in my life. I just, you just, just I just bring up. them in and like a half hour goes by and then I'm like, oh, and then someone goes, we haven't been introduced yet. And then I just slowly crawl out of the photo, the picture and I'm like, yeah, I didn't do that. Eh? So. Vanessa, Cole, Andre, what a fucking guy. I met, I met all the cool people this weekend. That's the only three people I know. That's it. All listeners of the pod. <laughs> 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 they're, the, they're the only ones buying merchandise <laughs> and I've guilted all of them into it hell yeah oh my god the little inside peek into the life of Bobby Brewski what's it like fucking insane god no pressure. I wish I was here more often shit what a show Friday good show on Friday yeah, first show in four years dude killed it my five friends on Snapchat saw that. But <laughs> <laughs> my, my hundred followers on Instagram saw that. I've got, I've got a good Snapchat story. Snapchat story story. Snapchat, a tale about a Snapchat story. Okay, so everyone in like Winnipeg's with this story, but I've never told like the only Bruins crowd. So there was a minute where I didn't have a job and it was like awesome. I was just a, a degenerate. I went out every night. I just like partied. And there's an area in Winnipeg called Transcona that I just never got around to take me to because it's, 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 you know, it's, it's different. It, it's an area. It exists. Um, Staying in the hood, so it can't be that much worse. Oh, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's just oh. greasy. It's just like, it's like a trailer park. It's like if a trailer park ever became a neighborhood in Transcona. Hell yeah. Like, I'm trying to compare it to the United States. I'm like, who... It's kind of like if Florida lost all of its beaches. Okay. And it just became a suburb. It'd be Transcona. Perfect. And it's like, people who are from there are very proud of it. They're like, we're from Transcona. Like, don't shit on us. Anyway, so I go there for the first time. Like, two summers ago. I haven't been there in ages. And we're at some bar. It's called The Spike. And it's like, infamous. But it's like... I'm, like, 27, and there's just a bunch of, like, 18-year-olds. And they, they're maybe 18, because you know 50% of them, like, got in underage. Yeah. So it's also terrifying. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why are you here? Like, um, but at one point, I'm with a bunch of, like, older dudes. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this shit lit. Because I'm doing karaoke, and no one's done, like, the hit yet. No one's done, like, the, tra- like, the excitement of white people being fucking jacked. So I go on stage and I'm like, hey, like, blah, blah, blah. Here's my name, but don't say it. Just say my first name and I'm doing Mr. Brightside. But my my joke is like, I'm going to do this and my four buddies are going to know about it and no one will ever know that I did this. Because I'm in Transcona and all these kids are 20 years old. 
it'll be the funniest joke. Like, good story, right? Yeah. So I go on stage, I say my name, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, Bobby's up there? <laughs> and I just, like, rip into Mr. Brightside. And you've seen me play, so you know I don't really have stage fright. Not at all. So I'm just, like, owning it. I'm, like, singing to the crowd. I got the mic out at one point. I'm dancing. You're basically Brady Kachuk. Yeah. Literally, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> every girl in that bar, like, ran up the stage after me. I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> everyone that's up there, like, doing karaoke is, like, all, like, quiet and, like, mumbling. And I just went up there, and I was like, I am the rock star of the night. Laughing, because I'm like... Who, like, no one's gonna know about this. This is a funny story. Yeah. Get off the bar, like, get off the stage. All these girls are like, oh my god, you're amazing. And then, like, two minutes goes by, and my buddy, who, my old coworker, messages me. He's like, are you at the spike? <gasps> and I'm like, how do you know this? And he's like, you're on this girl I know's Snapchat story. And he sends me, like, a screen recording, and it's just me, like, full-on belting on Mr. Brightside. Like, into it. And he's like, man, this is awesome. I'm sending this to everybody. <laughs> so this, like, little fucking, like, half-ass joke I did turned into, like, the talk of the fucking night. It was awful. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I really well, I'm a karaoke star. That. Maybe I'll come to Boston one day and we'll do it. Oh, boy. What a weekend it's been, though. It's been, God. Um, I can't wait to come back during the real hockey season. You know, when the, when the Bruins are still actually playing and we can, you know, hit up Canada Life Center. Yeah. You know what? It's not bad. It's not a bad place to see a hockey game. It's not the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, because that's like the Cadillac of arenas. Like, I've never not watched a hockey game there and been like, wow, this is unreal, because yeah. every section has its own bathroom and a bar. Like, you don't wait in line to take a piss at Maple Leaf Games. Wow. Yeah, I've been to Winnipeg twice now, and uh, still have yet to see a hockey game here, so... Last time was COVID restrictions. They wouldn't let. Um, yeah, what if I could be sick, though? It's fun. And it'll be interesting because we're both, we're two organizations that have no idea what we're going to look like next season. Yeah. Like, they don't even have a captain this season, even though he's still on the team. They just took away his C. We have no idea what's going to happen to our captain. Here for the vibes, man. Here for the vibes. Just trying to get the vibes. Just going to be chilling. Just, just trying to have some fun. So, barring uh, Dallas doesn't make the comeback. Oh, boy. Or if they do. Who, if you have to pick somebody that you want to watch win the Stanley Cup out of the last three teams remaining, who do you got? See, I'm on the train of if it's got to be anyone, it's going to be Florida because it would make me feel better. Now... Wow, Barb is just all up in this TV or computer right now. <laughs> She's loving it, having the greatest time of her life. I, it's got to be Florida for me. It just makes me feel better about our loss. But if it's going to be a Western Conference team, I want it to be Dallas. Something about Vegas, I just really don't like them. I don't. And you know what? Tyler Sagan, give that man another cup. Fuck it. Do you think if the Bees win, though, do you think they trample through the east like florida has or do you think it's i think it's a little bit more of a a little bit more of some series i think i think we sweep toronto i think we still i think carolina is the distance yeah i think we still do really good against toronto because they made it to the second round and then they just didn't know what to do with themselves it was like they 
it was like they were like, oh, okay, cool, we made it to the second round. And then someone was like, no, you have to like keep playing hockey. Like, it doesn't end. Um, yeah. I know that you don't know that, but like it keeps going. Um, <laughs> but with Carolina, I think it would have gone to seven or six or seven. Yeah. Because I think it's it's funny to make fun of Rod Brendamore. Like, it's great yeah. what he said, but like, he's not wrong. No. It was like it was a sweep, but fuck, it felt like it felt like when Kachuk scored, with because he scored with like four seconds left. Yeah. It felt like a game seven. Dagger. Yeah. It could have like it if Carolina gone. wins that game, like who fucking knows? Yeah, some like, a couple of those games could have gone either way. I think, especially with the overtimes that they had. That series, I didn't expect that series to end in a sweep though. No. With the first first game being what four overtimes, I was like. They're going to just absolutely murder each other. Yeah. Didn't happen. We chose what I know, but... So, I know you haven't been watching too much. So, Bobrovsky's obviously been a monster. Yeah. Which is our fault. Yeah. We shouldn't have chased Lyon out of the net in game four. Is that why you're a Bruins fan? Just because of the Boston? Or... Yeah, just because I'm from there. I grew up rooting for the home team. My uh, grandfather isn't like that. Being from New Brunswick, he is a Habs fan. <laughs> so that's always fun. The two times a year that we play them, for some reason, you may play them three times at one point. It may happen. One we don't day. Know. We don't know yet, though. That's not a really good money draw for the NHL right now. Oldest rivalry in sports. Yeah. It's the only one that challenges the Red Sox. And the, Seriously. And the Yankees. But yeah, so that's always fun. The the few times a year that happens and. Uh, my grandfather, man. He loves it, too. My grandfather called me after the Bruins lost. Rightfully so. Just to, just to be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. And he literally was like, so uh, you ended up no better off than we did, huh? And I was like, all right, well played. Well played. Because I like drama. What's the worst Boston loss you've experienced? Now that we've been through, like, absolute trauma from 2019 to now, like, if you had to pick one, if you could pick one to reverse, which one would you reverse? Would you reverse this year or would you reverse 2019? 19, just because it's a guaranteed cup at that point. Fair enough. There's too much gambling on the fact that this was still a first round loss and it wasn't the cup final loss. So 19 easily, but... Man, like, I wanted to see it so bad this year. Everybody that knows me in person knows how bad I wanted to see it this year. I have a friend who's from Virginia. She's never watched hockey a day in her life until she met me. And it was me, her, and um, a friend who grew up a Rangers fan. And me and him would just talk about hockey all the time. And she was like, I just... I want to be involved. She's like, I want to be able to get in on the conversation. Yeah. And I turned this girl into the biggest Bruins fan ever. <laughs> and so, like, she texted me when they lost Game 7 and was like, I don't know what to do with my life now. I'm like, girl, you've been watching hockey for two months, but I'm so glad that this is going on right now. Everybody knew. Like, I just wanted it so badly this year. People didn't talk to me in the office the next day because they knew it was, like, going through it. So, it's really tough. That's brutal. Got another weird because I I've, I haven't talked to too many people about it, but I've thought about it because like after twenty nineteen, like you, 
barring COVID doesn't happen, mm-hmm. pretty solid chance they probably win the cup. Yeah. Like, that team was lit. Yeah. Not to say lit, but that team was fucking... There was never a team that could have done it. It was that team. Yep. And, but as the years go on and more and more players from that squad disappear, whether they get traded, they retire, or whatever, if the Bruins were to win the cup, do you think it, it's too far removed from 2019 or it doesn't heal it and it's just a good win? Because I feel like if they won it this year, it kind of makes up for 2019. Absolutely. Like, it helps a bit. Absolutely. Like, Tuca's not there and Z's not there, but... Yeah. But they're still, still... going to be in a locker room after celebrating the boys. Absolutely. I was. I still would... I think it would make up for it. Because, I mean... Z, yeah, Z was right there. I mean, he ran the... He ran the marathon on... What was it? Game one? Yeah. Yeah, he ran the marathon, and then he was at the game, like... Boy would have been there for it all, so I would have been totally okay with it. Yeah. And Tuca still lives in the area, too, so they all would have been right there. Yeah, so that's why the only thing that sucks, like, moving forward with the Bruins is, like, there may be a time where, like, Pasta and Mackie are still around. Yeah. And, like, that's it. And it's a whole new squad. But then you have, like, the Bertuzzi's and, you know, the Orlofs and the Lindholms and the Sways. I think, Sway will, I think Sway will make it. I think he'll be a lifelong Bruin. I think he wants to be. Yeah, I think his little agent talk is is his ex interview, which is the right thing to say. Yeah. Because that doesn't give him any leverage. He still wants to get paid. To respect. Absolutely. He deserves it. Yeah. I'm sure he's a little bit. It will be the most undisgusting, but I think there's a little bit of a sourness about how things were handled in the first round. Oh, absolutely. Um, We've all all, had our projections. Like, Brett thinks he should have played game two. Yeah. I was super on the, the, the... I was like, he should have played game six. At least the third period in game six. I think he should have... I think he should have came in game five. Because I think it was all Mark's net, but once it started going down, you can't wait until game seven to, yeah. to make those changes. I think it should have been game five, where at the end of game five, maybe, where it was like, okay, maybe maybe we should start giving Swayman a chance. Mm-hmm. Definitely game six. Yeah, he like, should have Like, beginning, game six. beginning game six. He should have started it definitely, definitely too late. Yeah. But I think, I mean, he's made it public that he wants to stay in Boston. Yeah. Good so, organization. Good locker room. I think they I could probably see get him, treated. They get treated like kings. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I could see him being a guy that stays in Boston on team-friendly deals to a degree, right? Because he wants his money, which, again, understandably so. But... I think that he doesn't want to go anywhere else. That's the only bone I really have to pick with the uh, this new core. And it's not... I was never going to, like, shun someone for making more money. Yeah. But when McAvoy signed his extension, that was the first time, as, like, a fan base, we saw, like, big money get thrown on a player. Yeah. Like, be- prior to that, Krejci was the top paid brewer, and he only made $7 Because Max at... Eight, right? Maybe be nine. He's high, though. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. That's, that's, it's worth a Google. But it's like with him, plus pasta. Not, not that these guys don't earn, like, don't, they don't deserve the money. Yeah. But that was such a, a magic potion to why the Bergeron era was so successful. It's eight. because those guys took left money on the table. Eight years, 76 million. Wow. 
So he's making nine five a year. Wow. Yeah, that is a lot. So if you're mad at him for not throwing a hit in game six or seven, you have some room to move in that 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 complaint. You have nine point five million dollars as a yeah. reason to say, hey, yeah. you should have made the hit. <laughs> I think we talked about this where I I think the thing that rattles me is like he never had the big Mac bomb in that series where he absolutely rocked somebody's world. No, and he, he it should have been you know what? I'm gonna say it. Should have been Sam Reinhart. I yeah. Don't, I don't care. It should have been. That's like that's the classic McAvoy guy too. Like smaller than him, like not like not the best skater going into the boards. Like that's McAvoy territory all the way through. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, you're gonna go for the puck. I'm gonna go for the body. Yeah, Reinhardt, Ryan, Reinhardt or Bennett. I think Bennett would be Bennett's the only dude like not injury but like the way he rocked Slavin the other night. I'm like, why can't someone do that to him? Did like, clean see, hit, just rock him out of the world. Did you though. see Slavin posted something about it on Instagram? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. I don't follow him. I saw it on Twitter somewhere. Like, <laughs> it was, like, a good sport kind of thing? Like, kind of laughing at it, or...? Kind of. Um, end of the season got me feeling like Emmy. And it's a picture of his... He's on the ice with a knee. On a knee. And um, his daughter is laying his head or her head on his knee. And it says, end of the season got me feeling like Emmy. Well, plus a little headache from getting rocked. <laughs> Thank you for all the prayers and messages. Feeling better already and can't wait for next year, Kaniacs. Any final thoughts that you want to throw in? Any chirps? Shout outs? Nah, I think, I think that's, it's been, it's been a great time. Shout out to Bobby for showing me showing me the inside life again this weekend. Nah, I appreciate you coming it's out. Been, it's been a fucking blast. I don't know if you mentioned this. You drove nine hours to come to Winnipeg. I did. I drove nine and a half hours to get here. And my quote-unquote co-pilot refuses to drive in the country of Canada. So I've driven every place since then. Smart move. And Smart not, move. All, not only have I done that, but Bobby, unbeknownst to me, has decided that he's going to make me walk two miles. To get from one bar to the next. That was an awful. Night. That was awful on my part. So last night we went to this place called Low Life that closes at eleven. Hard curfew too. Like just instantly, like not serving any more beers. Yeah, shut me down when I went to go get another one. Cole was like, "We'll get beers to go." We're at a brewery, and I just thought about a vendor that was like ten minutes away. I was like, "We'll go to the vendor." And then halfway there, Cole was like, "I don't know why we need to buy beers at the brewery." And I was like, "I didn't think of that." Because they wouldn't let us. So we walked. Beers to go, like maybe. Maybe, but we we walked like it. It might have been longer than two k. It might have been like a a, a two miles. It was two miles. So I looked at my health app on my iPhone, (laughs) and between between the night prior, right? Because we've been out since until like two thirty, both every day. Yeah, Friday night. I can't believe we walked to the other dog. We walked to the far. show. I was fucking tired. So I've walked five miles total yesterday alone. Fucking right. And that's just in like probably a four hour span because that's when we were out. The yeah. The burn off the calories of the beers though. Yeah. That's oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Got my steps in. That's for sure. <laughs> I just wish I had known so I wore better shoes. <laughs> you just wear chucks? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're not even Chuck 70s, too. They're just regular Chucks. Yep. Brutal. Yep. I can't even wear those for, like, an hour. 
Oh, my feet are gonna be oh, wow, you did screaming. That. But yeah, it's been a it's been a great time. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Welcome back anytime. But mainly, people usually drive nine hours outside of Winnipeg to never come back. So it's it's trippy that you came to Winnipeg. Yeah. Unreal though. Gotta support Bobby in the music. Absolute blast to have you. Well, thanks for jumping on. Thanks. Sorry that we're not talking about the Bruins in the Cup final. It's my fault. I'll take take the blame. No one on any podcast is taking the blame, but I'll take the blame. Anyways, we're going to shoot back to the boys. You've been great. I've been been Bobby and Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. No beer safe, baby. Bobby fucking Brewski, eh? What a fucking Bobby, man. Yeah. I miss him already. I know, and I've like, never been, I've never even fucking met the guy, and I miss. I don't, like, I, I, I don't that, know. That if, was so much fun last week. I that's what I was gonna say. I don't know if we're gonna get through the summer without having him on every other week. I know that it's tough with his. You know schedule, how tempted? Yeah, you know how tempted like, I was to ask him, like, "Hey, dude, you want to hop on again?" That's what I'm saying. Like every last Friday, are we gonna be able to do that? Like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to not have him on. I know if we if we plan it better too, like. Yeah, it was um, we kind of just threw it at him last week because we were like, "Fuck it, let's just do this now." Yeah, we also yeah. have a bunch of crossover pods in the works. Yeah, uh, yeah. we have people we're gonna be getting on this summer. Uh, if you DM us and and you know it's a suitable match, we'll have you on to talk some hockey this summer because it's gonna get really boring in August. But we got to get through this trade it's stuff, a, yeah, the draft stuff for like, us. Yeah, yeah, the August and September we'll start. We'll start free, putting the fishing lines out and see. If yep, free agency is a month away, baby. Uh, you're still gonna get tripod ski at the end of every month, the last Thursday of every month. Yeah. Um, but it it was so much fun, and like I we logged off, and it was late for me because I had to travel to New York the next day. Mm. It was late for me, and uh, we finished up, and we were just talking on Zoom after that, and. Bobby was like, so are we sticking around having some beers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, oh, dude, I can't because there's our like. I think by the time we like went like on and stuff, it was like ten o'clock, and I'm like, <clears throat> "Fuck, I gotta be up." I still gotta pack. I gotta edit the pod. Yeah, me and him were actually gonna just like hop back on a Zoom call and just yeah. hang out and crush yeah, beers. Yeah, but then but he, he, he had yeah, to he, rehearse. He, yeah, so Friday, what a fucking legend. Yeah, but so. that was that was so much fun. So we'll plan it better next time, so we can just let oh, it fuck. Yeah. I mean, we let it rip, but oh, yeah. I'm I'm talking about planning it better for next time, more so. So we can hang out after recording and just fucking talk nonsense. Yeah, especially once we get these live streams going. Well, he'll be on those, right? So yeah, I gotta imagine he's gonna hop on at least for a little. I know, yeah, especially if we do weekend ones, day drinking. Come on, baby. Yeah, drink with get, the only drink get with much the only with Bruins that. boys on a fucking, fucking Saturday. A. No, no oh, beer is safe. Oh, eh? oh, oh, oh. oh. It's gonna, we're asking oh, for trouble. Fucking raspberry ones are fucking dick. Sorry, uh, I tried to do Dude, I had a blackberry. Holy shit, that reminds me. It was unbelievable. Twisted Tea came out with a rocket pop flavor. Oh, yeah. You sent me a picture I, of that. Dude. D bag. Horny. Horny. I saw someone Horny. tweet, someone else tweeted on my. Uh, somebody I follow, and they were like, these Sunny D seltzers are amazing. And I. Oh, I, uh, I, I tagged was Danny. It big and bad I, memes? Who I? I don't know who it was, but I tagged Danny, and I was like, "Canada is the fucking worst." Like, I know. what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, 
Because I, I know Big Bad Memes sucked down one. He tagged us in it. I still um, haven't even tried a big deal brew. Do you guys have it yet? No, Ontario sucks, dude. Oof. Did, what, how much is it for a tall boy? At like, well, you can buy it at variety stores, right? Yeah, like I can't tell you the last time I just bought a tall boy, but I was just curious because I, probably like three bucks. That if it's a domestic beer. Okay, that that checks out. No, they fucking. I'm I'm a bush drinker, and last year they were two bucks a beer. Great deal, great deal. Two yeah, bucks no, a tall right. boy. So I just fill up. Yeah, the fucking... Bush is definitely cheaper than like if I'm buying a Bud Latte, Coors Light, whatever. You know, that's yeah, like, they get up like there. three bucks. Yeah, that's probably like three bucks. If I'm gonna get a twisted tea, Corona, whatever, probably five, six, whatever. But dude, a fucking Bush is two fifty now. They upped it fifty cents since last Sheesh. summer. What what are we doing, Cam? Yeah, they're fucking you there, eh? God. God then, damn, Trudeau, but, you piece of shit. But you guys have free health care. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love that. But <laughs> Yeah. But I'm that's why the answer, rules are man. so strict for drinking up here is because our health care is free. They the rules are up. so strict, man. but you can start drinking at fucking 12. Yeah. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> Canadian. Which I'm I'm glad the drinking laws down here are 21 because believe it or not, like I got fucked up in uh Ireland when I was 19. I got fucked up. Like I went to like a Super Bowl party there. Like we watched the Super Bowl in Ireland, went back to wherever the fuck I was staying. I called my dad at whatever time in the morning was, and I thought I was a ghostbuster. Like I was that was my first time ever being fucked up. <laughs> and I didn't drink again until I was 21. Never no drink. way, dude! I never drank in high school. Never drank after till I was twenty-one. Like, yeah, see, that's the thing. That's the thing about uh, Canada with it being nineteen. Like in the states, or sorry, the oh, states. I thought it was eighteen. In Quebec, it's eighteen. That's why you think that. Oh no, shit. <laughs> because everyone goes up there when they're eighteen and they yeah, go fucking yeah. see all the titty bars yeah, and everything. Some oh, you could titty bars there. Oh, full package. But uh, <laughs> they'll leave it at that. Um, anyway, so uh, I definitely drank in high school, though. And it's funny you say that because, like, there's parents that are like, ah, you're you're 17. You're, you know, drinking age is 19. Whereas, like, in the States, I'm sure that happens more, like, when you're 20-ish. It's like, ah, oh, you're 20. Like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. But funny story, when I went to the cup parade in 2011, I was actually just turned 19 that December. And I couldn't fucking drink at the parade because it's 21. So that's where, oh, like, as a Canadian, it's like, these laws are dumb, dude. Like, what the fuck are we doing yeah. here? Yeah, uh, no, it's it's wild. It's, it is wild how different it is. Papa but... Howard, though, got me some fucking blood lattes. Dude, they were throwing them off the duck parade. So I, was just, I caught one from Rich Peverly. And my dad's like, <laughs> just, just drink it. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I, I mean... Like, I just, I never really cared to. Like, I, like, I had my very small friend group mm. uh, in high school and I kept to that. And like, yeah, I was an athlete, whatever. I played sports, but I just didn't get mixed in. Humble with brag. That crowd. Like, I, yeah, like not, not a, not a big deal. Your boy played junior Bruins. <laughs> uh, but um, I just, yeah, never really give, gave a shit about that. Yeah, it's just I funny. was on the prize, and then I fucking got those Sketra wheelies, dude. Tore both ACLs twelve times, and that was it. Now I'm a beer league hero. So it is what I. And am. here we are, me sitting here, 
with a torn meniscus, impossible LCL, fucking 15 years later, just yeah, doing yeah. the same shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, if you're wondering, it was it was wheelies that I fucked my knee up on. Yeah, I'm just fucking kidding. wheelies, man. They'll get us, huh? Oh, my God. The best. Yeah, Dude, you couldn't even get those in Canada for so long. I remember my brother; we had to go to the states, Michigan, to get them for him. Fuck yeah, dude! The worst, absolutely. But yeah, no, I so I'm just making up for lost time, I guess. Right? I didn't even go to my own prom. I fucking skipped it. Went to the Cape with the boys, and just had a fucking time. I think I went to three proms. You dog, fucking RA of the podcast, huh? Yeah, no, yeah, I went to prom before mine, the my prom, and then the one under mine. But the one under mine, I did it as a friend or for like a, to help someone out. Like this guy dumped a family friend or whatever. You 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 just went to her prom this year, literally thirty <laughs> years old, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Dude, you should have seen I rocked my fucking red Converse. It was hype. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so uh, your boy's taking a step away from the dating scene right now. No proms. No, no dating. Just worried about fucking getting this knee right, drinking beers with the fellas and uh, talking Bruins hockey when it comes up. So fucking right. We, we got a summer ahead of us. I'll say Fucking that. Right. Yeah, no, we, we got a good collab coming. We got a lot to look forward to. More Bobby. Bobby's corner doesn't fucking miss. We got yeah. we got um Bobby hopping on at the last Thursday of every fucking month, eh? And then we got some there, good bud. crossovers. So lots to look forward to. Uh kind of we're like in this stage where like we're probably gonna be looking for questions every week. So if you guys mm. uh want to dm us throughout the week whatever we'll we'll put out a tweet every thursday morning but other than that i mean it's it's kind of going to be slow for the next two three weeks till you know the draft the playoffs are over the playoffs are over <laughs> the draft. i'm hearing though dude that teams are pissed right now that um the cat like this is the guy i get my information from he was telling me other gms and agents he was talking to uh and people in hockey are furious with gary batman right now and the fact that they don't know what the cap's going to be next year because teams that aren't in the playoffs can trade like right now right but no one knows what the cap's going to be next year so people are kind of freaking out so even the Chris Johnson on his podcast, the, I think at the CJ show or something like that, he was saying he heard that uh, the second that the cap is figured out and they give a number, there's going to be a flurry of trades. Like it's like going to like June's going to be like trade city. So we could have information. We could be literally talking about our weeks. So just bear with us, folks. Yeah, yeah, just it's gonna be a tough two, three weeks, but bear with us. We got past the hard part. Yeah, fuck. Maybe we'll bug Bobby to come on next week, but yeah, we won't yeah. tease you fans like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that was that was a blast last week, but Bobby's corner doesn't miss. We're gonna yeah. encourage Bobby to make Bobby's corner as long as he wants it to be, which <laughs> we already did, but like yeah. just let it fucking rip, dude. But when he told us, he's like, I had to edit the shit out of it to get it down. Like, holy fuck. Like, mm-hmm. you should have just kept the raw audio. I like what what I think he said, what was it, 35 minutes? 
Yeah, it's so funny too because if he did, we could have just been like, "Here's the questions and welcome to Bobby's Corner." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just putting the whole pod on his back. I think he knows yeah. the boys are struggling this week. Uh, no, it's it's talking in dude, the DMs. He's doing his job. He's doing right. Yeah, it's it's already been um a long fucking week. The heat's getting to us. My yeah. ace, my my central air is finally kicking in. So I'm finally like we today. we come to the end of the pod and I'm finally done sweating. So that's nice. But I deleted a shit ton of twisted teas and we're happy. I'm I mean now it's time to cook dinner, edit the pod, and for you folks to enjoy. But we'll leave it with that. My man yeah. Brett, you got anything to leave the folks with? No, I'll just start enjoying your summer, guys. Um it's baby. Summer's yeah. here. It's fucking a million degrees here in London, Ontario for whatever <laughs> reason. So that's fun. But yeah, just working on getting my knee back right. Uh I go back to work Monday, which sucks, but is gonna be good because I'm sick of fucking sitting at home. So hopefully this knee sucks can hold have up to work, but it's good for the mental health, huh? Oh my god, eh? Seeing the boys again. I work in a shop, right? So like it's just the fellas. Yeah. Literally, like uh, but yeah, other than that. Just keep enjoying your summer, guys. We're on Twitter. Interact with us if you want. If not, tell us we fucking suck, too. We love that. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll throw it to you. Wrap it up, bud. Yeah, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Huh? Yeah. So I should just go show my Our podcast name is only Bruins, dude. (laughs) The writing's on the wall right there, bud. (laughs) I called it only fans for like five pods. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I fucking forgot about that. Somebody finally DM'd us and we're like, yo, it's hilarious that Brett just keeps calling it OnlyFans. I was yeah. like, I'm not even noticing I'm doing I, it. Oh my god, I forgot about that. But yeah, just a know. sick pop. Just a sick poppy. Yeah, this one know. is. Yeah, I can't blame you, buddy. But now uh, wrap it up. Uh I mean, I didn't say it at the beginning of the pod, but to our American folks, hope you had a good Memorial Day weekend. Mm, yes. uh, it was a great start of the mo- long weekend for me, seeing Zach Bryan fucking put on one of the best shows I've like I, I will never see a show like that ever again. So if you like Zach Bryan, if he can even come remotely close to you, like go see him. Like he's worth every fucking penny, dude. Boosie was gonna come see him in my hometown. Like two dude, days I was, later, I was contemplating. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I could go stay with Brett. <laughs> if I had my passport on me in New York, I would have just fucking went straight there and be like, "Fuck the cookout, fellas!" To the hockey boys and be like. I'm going to Ontario. Fuck. I, it might not be mo- very Memorial Day weekend. You would have got to see but... where the London Knights get to play. Because that's where. Oh, is that where it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Bud Gardens, baby. Yeah, it is fucking. Uh, it's a it, shit show in there, too. Dude, the venue that it was at was fucking dog shit. I saw that. I was like, are you guys in a fucking barn? Dude, it was so. It was. They can't. Like, and the thing is, they have some big names coming there this summer. I was like, MVP Arena. I'm like, Never even heard of this place before, but it was fucking dog shit. But oh my god, I, that's I, MVP I, I only Arena? had I only had one beer during the show because I'm like, this is I told Danny, I'm like, this is the one show I do not want to black out for. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I was just like, and it was hot as balls in there. It's fucking brutal, dude. But MVP arena, there used to be a um a strip club in London called Players. <laughs> that's instantly what I thought of, like MVP arena. That just sounds like an arena for strippers. Yeah, sounds about right, huh? 
But no, it was a blast. Great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, again, like we said at the beginning of the pod, um, happy Pride Month. Embrace it. Enjoy it, folks. You guys deserve it. There yep. should be more months to celebrate you guys, to encourage you guys, because there's too many assholes trying to diminish you guys. Like mm. You guys deserve the world. It takes serious guts what you guys do. We love you all. We're here for you guys. If you ever need like to vent to us anything, like DM us, man. Like I'm a good listener. I'm I'm a great listener. Bad with bad with words, but I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here for you. Like and like it's I said, love, baby, love is love. Guys, if any of you guys, you know, having a tough time, want to grab a brewski around Boston, holler at your boy. But or, or even around London, holler yeah, at your boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or in Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or when oh Bobby will be the first one to holler at your boy. <laughs> We're yeah. worldwide. <laughs> Mr. World, Mr. Uh, Worldwides, eh? Yeah. But yes, they'll wrap it up for episode whatever number this is of Only Bruins. Thank you guys for tuning in to another fun episode. Thank you guys for asking questions, helping us get through. Shout out to Bobby for another great Bobby's Corner. We love you, Bobby. Love you, Brett. We love you, Bruins fans. Love you, and love you, just, I know it's tough. It's tough watching the uh, it's going to be tough watching the Stanley Cup finals. If a credit to you if you're able to watch it, but for me, I'm going, let's go, Bruce Cassidy, baby. But ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap it up. We love you guys. Stay cool. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. I needed that A plus, so I put my super intended. And I don't pay no bills, got honeys in all professions. Hey, alright, I hit it all night. Staring at your sister with the afternoon delight. I'm the young Barbara Streisand, you should be my hype man. Cause I seen that picture of me on your fucking nightstand. Gravy, drink, gravy with your dad.